Hey, great to be here today. Wonderful to have you with us. If you're visiting this morning, I'm Glenn, uh, the pastor here, and uh, so I hope you're enjoying the service. And um, this morning, just going to be highlighting a couple of things, um, and we're going to be conducting a bit of an interview up here as well. So it's going to be a really, really cool time. Um, so this morning, oops, sorry, we'll just go to my notes here. You know, um, our heart as a church here is uh, just... You know, we, our, we hope to carry like the heartbeat of love. Um, at the start of the year, we kicked off um, this theme uh, f- uh, for this year, really, and it kind of summed up a total of um, this other theme that we've been running with over here, which is established in love, and that is really recognizing that anything that we um, that that has value in life uh, as. Uh, you know, in any sphere, whether it's in home, family, church, uh, you know, school, wherever you're at, whatever we do needs to come from the context of, of love. Uh, and, and it's not, you know, what our response comes out of that, um, that heartbeat. It's not about whether we've had a good day or a bad day, um, we're offended or we're fearful. Like, there's a greater response for us to live out of in life. And anything less than love is actually a misrepresentation of who Christ is in us. Um, so we're just on this journey, like as a church, and then all breaking that down to uh, individuals about, you know, we're just like, hey, I want to get real about knowing who love is and how love can actually come through our lives. And and I don't stand up here as someone who knows, uh, like, has it all together, and I'm constantly like this ever-present river of joy and love just flows out of my life. Like, you know, I still have bad days, right? <laughs> I can still wake up tired and grumpy, but we're all, I'm on this journey of like discovering who God is in me. And so we've been cooking up a couple of things in the cook, in the kitchen here at uh, Thrive over the last couple of months. And the first one is uh, just to really bring uh, some clarity around some opportunities that, um, that you guys have here to serve in the different teams at Thrive uh, Church. And so, you know, you guys have heard that teamwork makes the dream work, right? And so uh, without the team, we've got no dream happening. And so um, the body of Christ is very much, uh, uh, it's about everyone recognizing that we all have something to contribute. We all fit somewhere. And it's, it's a really amazing thing because Deb and I, we just can't like, make this whole thing happen by ourselves. That's why we've got the band, we've got an amazing host team, and we've got different things happening around the church that actually makes church church. Because you are the church. Tell your neighbor you're the church. You're the church. You're looking good, church. So we've got a couple of things I'm going to highlight here this morning, and and it comes out, one of them, the first one really comes out of the fact that, uh, yeah, that Deb and I, we just can't know everyone in the same way that we could last year because we've almost doubled in size actually um, since we've gone to multi-services and it's just not practically possible for us to get around everyone and discover your gifts and passions and you know where we can fit you in to thrive. We really believe that you have a place to fit and thrive but but we can't actually hold your hand in, um, in doing that. So as a church, we, we still feel this real uh, burden and call to, um, to make sure that everyone belongs here, that everyone feels like they belong, that everyone's connected, and then everyone has an opportunity to actually uh, live out that call and purpose that we have in Christ. Um, so we believe that God has got a 
huge dream uh, for our community. Like, he has got a large dream. He's not just sitting in heaven going, oh, yeah, well, I hope these guys make it. Uh, they've got to figure it all out on their own way, and we'll see how they do. He's actually dreaming about every single person in Rangiora, in North Canterbury. He's thinking about their families. He's thinking about their work situations. He's thinking about their hurts. He's thinking about their needs. And we as a church believe that we've got something to give, that we can, we can say, God, I want to partner with your heart and your thoughts for our region, for our, for our community, whether that's in schools and in, uh, in, in families, in, uh, in the local government, in businesses. He's thinking about everyone. I don't know how he does it. Like, he has got a seriously big brain, but he's saying, hey, will you be a part of my dream for this uh, community? We can only do this together. In Acts 2, it says this. This is like right on the brink of something amazing happening in Acts 2. These guys are seeking God, and it's right before this incredible event called uh, Pentecost, where the Holy Spirit came and just brought tongues of fire and, and radically transformed these guys. And it says this, When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven. And it was like a rushing wind, and it was just a mighty, a mighty experience that actually uh, l- launched them into their next phase in life. And it was because heaven invaded their world. And I love this verse because it says they were with one accord in one place. They had one heart. They had one purpose. They had one expectation that God would show up and give their lives greater purpose than what they currently had. Because we're all looking for that, aren't we? We're like, we're never satisfied. God's put this endless kind of like hunger in our hearts to actually keep going to keep pressing on, to take a hold of that, for which he's taken a hold of us. You know, like, he has put something in our lives where we're just not satisfied with what we've got. We can be content with what we have. You know, that's a good thing. But he's always got something new for us to step into. Mate, um, Deb and I just want to also honour, spend a moment just to honour everyone here at Thrive as well, um, just for being a part of our church family, for one thing. Like, you know, you don't have to get involved with anything to be loved here. You don't have to get involved and serve or what have you to, to be appreciated and valued. And if you're not doing anything at the moment, that's totally sweet. We just love that you come to church. We love that God loves you, and we just want to see your life totally blessed and totally um, fulfilled as well. And we already have a really big heart to serve one another here at church. You know, there's so many things that are happening, uh, whether it's a Sunday morning and the amazing teams that are running from kids' ministry and, and, and all those other things. Yeah. Uh, to youth on Friday night. You know, we've got midweek things happening. Yeah, come on. We've got connect groups happening. We've got people who are involved on Wednesdays, Tuesday nights, sticking their hand up saying, I want to lead people. We've got meals being given to one another. Like, there's actually a heap of amazing love going on already in this church. And if you're not um, a part of anything uh, practically here at Thrive, we don't want to point the finger at you at all, but we want to um, welcome you to, to get on to a team. We want to invite you uh, to come on board uh, with us where you can connect with others and find a greater purpose because we believe with one heart, one soul and one mind, you know, that, that loving others and serving others is actually the key to releasing the kingdom 
within our in our sphere and within our world, within our families, within Rangiora. So we've got um, uh, a get involved booklet that we've been working on for the last. Um, a couple of months here, and it basically these are just the, every page. You want to flick the next slide. Every page is like a ramp for you, a potential ramp for you to get involved. It's got a little bit of information about the different things that happen here at Thrive. Um, maybe you're like, man, I want to get involved with women's ministry. I want to be on the host team. I really see there's no ushers out in the car park there. We want to need more ushers out there so people feel welcome as soon as they get out of their car. You know, maybe there's something in you as you look through that booklet and just go, hey God, how can I? that is going to be highlighted to you. So Jared's going to be um, out the back for a month or so, and he's going to be over by the door area with some booklets. Um, there's about there's pages in there, there's pages of good stuff that you can have a look at, and he's going to tell you uh, a little bit about those ministries and how you can get involved here at Thrive. So that's our Get Involved booklet. We're excited about creating opportunities for um, you guys here at Thrive. Amazing! Come on. Yeah. Wow. Nod your head. Uh-huh. Mm. Oh, I'm so I'm excited. Yeah. I love this church. Mm-hmm. So, yes. As I was saying, we've got we've all got uh unique uh gifts. Some are more unique than others, some are more special than others. Man, but they are our gifts uh, and the things that we're good at. Uh, the part of them are, are, are for resources for actually extending the kingdom uh, of heaven. You know, they they used to actually bless others. That's the way that God designed us. And there's this old guy in the Bible. He wasn't that old at the time. He was 40 years old. He was actually pretty young. He's almost younger than me. Uh, God said to him while he was a shepherd. He said to him, hey, hey, Moses. And Moses at the time, he's carrying a staff, right? And he's like, Moses, what's in your hand? I think God actually knew he could see what was in his hand, but he wanted to bring something out of Moses. And he wanted, but he, and he wanted to show Moses the importance of what he was carrying in his hand. See, God had already given Moses tools as a shepherd. You know, he was like, he was leading the sheep. He'd given him experience and how to gather and how to protect. And, and God was looking at this, this uh, staff in his hand going, you know, I could use that staff. I could do something with that staff in your hand, Moses. You know, Moses, that same gift that you have in feeding and leading and protecting, I'm going to level you up with, and I'm going to use those gifts to lead a nation out of slavery. I'm going to level you up. I'm going to use those gifts, that staff that you have, to bless others, to set them free. And so, man, we all know about the staff, right? But God used this staff uh, and used Moses to set a nation free. He used what was in his hand. And through that staff, the miraculous was released, right? Like he put the staff in the water and the Red Sea parted and the nation went through supernatural miracles. You know, our gifts have the edge of supernatural um, on them, you know. And then he used the staff to practically lead a nation under the empowerment, guidance, and the love of the Father. So this morning, I want to ask you, what's in your hand? What's in your hand that God actually wants to uh, bless and see prosper and to also to give uh, a guidance and love towards others? In John 13, 35, it says this, By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. You know, this love thing, this whole love thing that I'm talking about, this is the thing, this is the point of difference. This is the thing that defined 
the followers of Jesus. They had something that others didn't have. And people could see that. And God wants to fulfill this mission that he has to bring a love revolution to the world through using what we have. You know, that everyone would know, that everyone would know that you are my disciples by what you do and how you bless one another. So we've got a fun thing happening right now. We're gonna, I just want to invite the ushers up to uh, put in everyone's hand a lump of Play-Doh. Oh yeah, you didn't know you were going to come to church and get crafty, but you, right now, this, this is your moment. And so in the, within the context of this um, Play-Doh, I want to ask you, you know, to define what God has put in your hand. Maybe you're a musician, maybe you're a builder, maybe you're a cook, maybe uh, you like driving cars, maybe you like drinking coffee. I don't know, whatever you love to do, whatever's in your hand, God wants to use to bless and see his purposes activated through you. So as the, um, the service goes on this morning, you, you can just uh, be creative. So the second thing that I want to introduce this morning as well is um, our helper need uh, ministry. It's very like within its uh, within its name, helper need. That is what it is all about. If you have a need in your life, we want to see you helped. If you can help a need, we want to see you empowered and released to help the needs of others.